20 minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. It's Saturday, July 27th, Pack a Day, your 24 7, 365 day a year Packers Podcast. I'm Jake Rongholt from PackersTalk.com, and joining me, 34 years in the business, his resume says it himself, it's Mark Echo, and Mark, how you doing? Good, football season's here, Jake, it's all about uh, camp, and you know, we're good. it's a great time of the year. All right, so day two of training camp is in the books, we have already got a couple of things happening here, we have more training camp video than ever before. I swear to you, in my 33 years of living, I am just blown away by Twitter and the training camp video all over the place. But the big news is, of course, right now is wait, some wait, of the... Wait a second. Wait, let, 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 let's back this up a second. So you're 33. I'm 33. And I've covered football for 34 years. There's something wrong here, but okay, that's what's going. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I've been, I, it's, it amazes me that I've... Uh, that, how young you are. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, well, I appreciate that. And uh, also to our audience. Make that as a compliment. I am taking it as a compliment. It just, it, it sounded a little bit out of there, out of, out of nowhere. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, no, just funny, the last thing you said was, you know, I have 34 years covering the way. And you said, my 33 years, I thought you were going to say, wait a minute. I know where that was coming from. And you said, my 33 years of living. And I was like, oh, wait a minute now. So anyway. <laughs> All right, you can tweet us at Packaday Podcast, or you can find Mark Eckel at Mark Eckel08. First year covering the team, covering the NFL, your mother was pregnant. <laughs> there you okay. go. Now it makes sense. <laughs> go ahead. And, and it comes full circle, everybody, here on Packaday. All right, speaking about full circle, two days in the books of training camp, and uh, day two was quite interesting. I've seen more training camp video than ever before, as I mentioned before mention this but i want to talk about this for a moment because i feel like this is getting lost in the shuffle of what the mike daniels release truly meant i want to read a quote here from uh bill huber a packer report he talked to aaron Rodgers, and he said quote the next thing i know i get a text from somebody that mike is getting taken upstairs when you say that like so and so just went upstairs you know what's happened i was surprised i really was but Mark, you weren't surprised. Why was that yeah. when Daniels got cut? I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe because I have been around so long, and sometimes you just play back on things. And I saw this coming a long time ago. I mean, just every every hit they did in in free agency, every um, guy they thought about signing that even that they didn't get, or uh, even in the draft different players that were rumored to be going to, to them, and then they did take Rashawn Gary. Um, the writing was, to me, the writing was on the wall for, for, for Mike Daniels, who, listen, let me say this first. For an undersized fourth-round draft pick, the guy had an incredible, amazing career with the Green Bay Packers, and his career isn't over yet. He'll, he'll end up somewhere else. He'll be, he'll be okay. Um, and a great guy off the field as well, too. Did a lot of community work. Um but things, you know, he's 30 years old, he made a lot of money, and he's coming off an injury. That's the sign. That's that. You add that up, and guess what? You could, what the answer is? You get released, and that's what happened. I mean, it's just it's, it's a cruel business of the NFL. And that's, you know, he wasn't playing up to his salary any, any longer, 
and the Packers saved eight and a half million on the salary cap by releasing him. They have guys that can take his place, and a, and a player, a former player, I'm not going to mention any names, but a former player told me this a long time ago. All right, and I'll never forget it. I'll never ever ever forget this line, and it works true on every player, every team I've ever dealt with. When you turn 30, which Mike Daniels is 30, when you turn 30 and you start getting hurt, you don't stop getting hurt. No, you don't. I mean, if you want to know some proof, go look at Adrian Peterson. He's 34 years old. He's been injured the last couple of years. This is just what happens in football. You start to break down, and when you hit that age 30 limit, that's past your prime. Now, he's still going to be good, but he's not going to be Pro Bowl Bowl good. And And like I said, I had to look at this one of two ways, either A, as a fan, or B, as a member of the media. And I looked at it as a member of the media because I realized Mike Daniels had to go. And I loved Mike Daniels. He was great on defense. I loved him since he was at the University of Iowa. I've always been a big fan of Mike Daniels. But this is what happens when Dean Lowry got that three-year, $20 million contract extension. Right there, I knew Mike Daniels was out the door. And it's just how it happens because this is why you signed Zadarius Smith. Because not only can he play linebacker, but he can play defensive end. This is exactly why they signed Zadarius Smith. Because they knew going into his final year of his $41.66 million contract, Daniels, unfortunately, was expendable. And they saved it. And, you know, again, keep keep something in mind here as as a meat member and a fan. You know, the salary cap is a major consideration whenever whenever a move is made. And the Packers freed up $8.5 million on the salary cap for now and for later. And as, if you heard the interview with the general manager, um, Brian Guttenkos, he said, he said more than once he used the word, we're more flexible now. Is we it going to cost? What's that? Is it going to cost? Brian Guttenkost? Or have I been yeah. saying it wrong? <laughs> I, don't know. I, I just have to spell it. Okay. Um, whatever. Um, and it, 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 the word he kept using was was flexibility, and whether that means doing extending a guy like um, Kenny Clark, mm-hmm. whether it means um, who who you know definitely a, a big term, a, a long term, and big piece of, of of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, whether it means, you know, keeping a guy that's going to be up next year, like uh, Geronimo Allison, uh, whether it means bringing in a guy from outside, I don't know. I mean, but that's that's what flexibility is all about, being able to do one, two, or all three of those those things to help the Green Bay Packers both in 2019 and the future. Mike Daniels' future on this team, had they not cut him, he wasn't going to be back next year. There was no way he was getting another a, a new contract. No, unless wasn't. he was willing to take a really low minimum deal. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, again, and it's always tough when it when a team lets go of a, of a Mike Daniels or a Jordy Nelson or a Randall Cobb or you know, but it's the nature of the business. It just is, and more times than not, the team makes it's the right decision. Absolutely. So now we go. So now we head off to. A training camp just finished off day two, and this is the and right now according to artlads.com, this is the defensive line here. Now keep in mind, Darius Smith is lined up as a right outside linebacker. 
but he's played DN before, so that'll be helpful. Rashawn Gary is in that conversation as well. You got Kenny Clark, Montrevis Adams, James Looney, Tyler Lancaster, Eric Cotton, and uh, Kingsley Kiki. Uh, that guy from Te- I believe it was. was released today. I'm sorry, what? Cotton was released today when they signed Sagapolo, the former Badger. Okay, so Eric Cotton was released on Friday. Okay, so we got that taken care of. All right, so then out of that in the defensive line, who do you see lining up with Lowry and Kenny Clark? Well, keep in mind that it could be those. I mean, a lot of a lot of times the Packers go with two down line, um, so it could just be Lowry and Clark at times with 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 Zadarius Smith um, as a whatever you want to call him hybrid D line linebacker, kind of like what Nick Perry used to do a lot. Right. Um, so you'll see a lot of that. Adams, I think, is going to get first crack when they're in the when the, if they are in a in a base three four. Um, I think Adams will be the guy that's looking for because he they kind of liked what he did at the end of last year the light bulb finally came on for him and apparently he looked he's looked very good um in the in the mini camps and the otas so he's gonna get first crack um i like tyler lancaster a lot i know he's a nose tackle but don't be surprised if on certain downs you see him and him and clark as the two down linemen with like with a gary or a smith maybe standing up just over they had a lot again using using the, 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 the same word, flexibility. Um, not only do they have flexibility in the front office, but I think Mike Pettin now has a lot of flexibility with his defensive front. He can do a lot of different things now. He can, You have a guy like, like you said, Smith and Gary, who could both either stand up as a, as a rush linebacker or put their hand in the dirt and, and, and play a, a defensive end spot. Um, you know, with, with a linecaster, who I thought had a very good – rookie year for an undrafted uh, guy out of Northwestern. Um, I think he's, I think he's going to be on the field. Um, and I, and I think, you know, if, if there's a way of him and Clark being on that, on the field to, together, that's, that's going to, that's going to be a, be a, be a, be a nice combination, hopefully. Um, and then you got, you know, the, the defensive line is, is pretty good. Keep another name in mind who I don't think you, you mentioned off that depth chart, and the, and the Packers like this guy. So, so Dole Brown. Oh, yeah, Fidel Brown, he came from Oakland. From, from the Raiders last, yes, last year. Yes, yes. Um, they they kind of like him a little bit. As a, again, not as a starter, but as a ro- rotation, give you 10, 12, 15 plays a game maker. I'm interested to see how Kingsley Kiki does in this training camp as well. I want to see if he's no, able no, to. Yeah, he's a rookie. I mean, he's, right, he's exactly. Yeah, but no, I'm just curious to see what he's capable of. I think he'll just be a trans. He'll just be a rotator player uh, across sure. the defensive line. That's what he was brought in for. I mean, th- that's one of the things that people have to remind themselves on. Uh, also, you talked about uh, this move. Also, since we're talking about uh, free agency moves, you know they brought uh, Olive Sagapulo from Wisconsin, good defensive lineman from college. But they also brought in Corey Grant. Now, keep in mind, the Packers running uh, backs, they already have Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Trey Carson, and Dexter Williams. And I thought it was a steal coming out of the University of Notre Dame. But now they bring in Corey Grant. What can Corey Grant do uh, in this uh, 90-man roster to start off? Oh, it's Corey. Oh, see, I thought they brought in. I I was going to tell you he was a wonderful actor back in the day. I thought it was Harry. It's Corey Grant. I'm sorry. Um, to catch a thief, now, good you know, stuff. That, that's an interesting um, 
moves, Jacob, because right. he, he, first of all, he's a good return guy. Mm-hmm. He averaged over 24 yards of a return um, in his career with, with the Jaguars. Um, as we all know, the Packers really, I mean, Davis is their quasi-return guy now if he makes the roster. And he has his hands full trying to make the, make the roster as a wide receiver. Um, so there's that part of it. Um, he knows now, He coming, coming from Jacksonville, he knows Hackett and Hackett's offense a little bit, so that gives him a little bit of an edge maybe. Um, I don't know how many running backs they can afford to keep. I mean, uh, it's going to be interesting. But it's another, hey, listen, competition is always good. It's always good to have too many good players. You know, mm-hmm. that's never a bad thing. Um, I mean, can they keep four running backs and a fullback? I, that's going a little heavy there, but I, I really think it comes down to Grant versus Davis. That sounds like a, that, that, that sounds like a Civil War thing, right? Um, but Grant versus Davis to see who is a better return guy. I was just and, about to bring that up. I, I was just about to bring that up because I'm really glad that you you said that. I mean, because we've been waiting for Trevor Davis to rise up and become this player that we thought he was going to be out of California, and he just has not. But you talk about no, Corey Grant, 5'11", but the speed is what gets to me, Mark. A 4.28 speed right now, and he's showing yeah. off uh, currently in training camp uh, that speed. I mean, this is this exactly why they brought him in? I think they brought him in to challenge for the kick return job and someone that knows Hackett's offense. Um, but again, I don't know. I mean, there's only one football, right? I mean, and, uh, how many running, how many snaps can he get at running back when you have Aaron Jones and the two Williamses? And, you know, the Packers aren't exactly known for being a run first team anyway. When, you know, so it's going to be, a, it's an interesting move. Uh, didn't cost him anything. I mean, he had an open roster spot. They brought him in. Um, like, and again, you brought up the the four two eight speed is one thing that the twenty nineteen Packers seem to be from their draft, from their um, pre agent signings to the guys they've kept versus the guys they haven't kept. They're all about speed. Even their defensive, like Gary, mm-hmm. uh, Rashawn Gary has incredible speed for a man his size, and I think that was part of their um, allure. Of, of taking him was was his his quickness his speed, um, Savage, their their other first round pick the uh, safety out of Maryland incredible speed, um, so there the, the Packers obviously did some you know self um, evaluations and looked at their last two years which were not up to standard missing the playoffs two years the Packers aren't about missing the playoffs and I think somebody in that front office said we need more speed. We have to get faster because every move they've made has been to, and whether it's a running back, receiver, defense, wherever they've they've gone after guys that can run. And Grant's is another one. That four four two eight's pretty. That that's getting up and down the field pretty, pretty fast. This is the Pack a Day podcast for Saturday, July twenty seventh. I'm Jake Rongholt. Joining me is Mark Echo, thirty four years in the business, and we're recapping uh, day two of training camp. Uh, Mark, this is interesting. Uh, Andy Herman of Packaday, of course, our founder and savior, uh, he was at training camp, and he brought up a couple of things that you should find interesting. Now, keep in mind that Darnell Savage and Josh Jackson are both on the non-football injured list, 
So Kevin King and Raven Green are getting the majority of the reps. What I've been hearing is Raven Green's been doing well. Kevin King has been struggling. Uh, there was one from Andy that brought up uh, how they did a fake jet route to uh, to Valdez Scantling, and it was to Devontae Adams, and Kevin King was burnt toast. When Josh Jackson comes back, what does that mean for Kevin King? Nothing. Kevin King's going to start outside. Don't worry about first day of training camp. Believe. I mean, again, okay. uh, I, I hate to, I hate to sound like the old guy. Get off my lawn. But no, no, no. That's care. fine. I, the only thing I care about in training camp is don't get hurt. Thank you. Just don't get hurt. Don't, don't get anybody hurt. Kevin King will be fine. He has a little rust on him from not playing. You know, and that's my biggest concern with Kevin King. When Kevin King's healthy. He's their second. I mean, you could even argue he's a, he's their best corner, but he's probably their second best behind Alexander. Kevin King can, can finally stay healthy and, and put together a 16 game season. He'll be a fine cornerback. Jackson's going to be a Jackson's job is going to be battling with Tremont Williams for the for the slot position. Um, hopefully, he picks his game up because uh, he didn't have a great rookie year, in, in my opinion. Um, but the Raven Green now, now you know that's my boy. Yes, I, I do. That's why I brought him up. <laughs> not, not, again, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see him doing well in camp, but he's going to be your third safety. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, Amos and, and Savage are, are going to be your starters, but I think I think my, my man Raven Green, very athletic. Um, I think I think he's going to be that. I mean, he'll, he'll play some special teams and, and he'll be the number three safety. How, how often will, will he get on the field? Yeah, I don't know how, how often they're going to use a third safety. Hopefully, Hopefully not at all. On defense, I mean, Davis and Savage are playing very well and, and, and healthy, and they don't need to put them out there too much. But um, I, 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 as I said, I, I liked it when they signed him as an undrafted free agent last year. I liked what he did in preseason games. If you remember, we talked about him. We, we, we had him making the team yes, as, we did. A, as a surprise pick, sort of, and, and he did. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I like Raven Green. Uh, Mark, to follow up on that, how much stock should – the fans put training camp performance into this season? Very little. I, I never have. I mean, again, I don't want to like spoil training camp for the fans. No, no. Like no, I said, no. you know, go out, watch. There are certain things you, I, all right, for, for this Packer training camp, I would say the most important things. Well, number one is always staying healthy. Gotcha. Yes. But you don't want, you don't want friendly fire to, to, to take a guy down. I mm -hmm. mean, it's, it, there's enough, Injuries that happen, you know, when you're playing against a, an opponent. Um, so that's, that's always number one. But but for this year's Packer camp, just to see the differences on both sides of the ball, especially offense, because it's for the first time in forever, it seems like, you have a different head coach and offensive coordinator and system and, and everything. So – just to see what the, the different formations that they're using now that they never used under Mike McCarthy, um, the, the the different sets. Um, you know, are they going to use a fullback? I think they are. It looks like Vitale is getting a lot of reps. So the Packers kind of got away from the fullback the last couple of years. Now they used to use it all the time, with not all the time, but you know, 30, 40 percent of the time when they had John Coon back in the day. I think you'll see more of that. Um, and then other things like just to see who's getting. Who's ahead of who on on the depth charts? Is is um, you know is, where where's St. Brown in, in the pecking order at wide receiver? Where's Jamon Moore? Um, and then uh, you know looking at other things on on defense, you know um, 
is Patton going to do? I think Patton's going to do a variety of things. I think last year he was still feeling his, feeling his way with the with the roster yeah, and the players that he had because he, he kind of came in and just they gave him a roster, you know, last year. So yeah, yeah, Mark, you're absolutely cards, right about that. And he played the cards that he was dealt. This year he went out and got his own cards, you know. So I, I think this year's defense, which is going to look totally different than than the defenses of the past are more Mike Patton type guys. So he has people that he, that he wants now. And I think you're, you're going to see him doing a lot of different things. Well, it goes back to, you know, getting Mike Smith from the Kansas city chiefs to coach the outside linebackers, Kirk Olivinetti to coach the inside linebackers. He was very good with Washington. I mean, seeing the change in the staff, it just felt like Patton was starting to bring in his guys and he wasn't so limited uh, by the way, Mike McCarthy ran things to the difference that Matt LaFleur is running things right now. I mean, it, it's kind of funny, you know, a surprise in day one was, you know, they, how LaFleur upped the intensity in the last hour of practice. And so, I mean, that was something uh, different right there. But like you said about training camp, I feel like it's just your first impression of this team. This is something that you, you know, put on your bucket list. You walk down, 9 o'clock in the morning. If you got a kid, you, of course, bring your bike and have one of the players, you know, ride the bike down to Ray Nitschke Field. That's always such a great tradition that the Packers have always lived by on that. And my question is, Mark, to you, if um, if you if one of your kids took a bike to Green Bay and had training camp, what would be the worst positional player to ride the bike and what would be the best? Oh God! Just you don't want a player's name. Just a, a position. Just a position. Well, yeah, to right, ride a well, child's you know, bike. Nose tackle. <laughs> I wouldn't want a nose tackle riding a bike because you know might break it. <laughs> and I guess the best would be uh, the kicker or the punter because they're little guys usually. Yeah, the kicker or the punter. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember my cousin at Ryan Longwell ride his bike. So yeah, okay. Go. All right, Mark. Well, did you ever go to camp with a bike? Huh? Had, had, had you, did, did you ever do it? Yes, I did. Actually, I got lucky one year. I had Aaron Brooks uh, when he was there. Oh, nice. He rode my bike. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh, nice. Aaron Brooks had, had a nice little career with, with, with New Orleans. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He was, he was decent. So that was really cool. Okay. All right, Mark, any well, final yeah. thoughts before we say goodbye? Just, you know, um, enjoy. If, if, if you're getting out there to camp, and enjoy yourself. Uh, like I said, watch for the things that that we spoke about. Again, don't get carried. Like you asked about camp, like don't get carried yes. away with this guy looks good and that guy looks bad. I mm-hmm. listen. I like I said, I covered it for a long time, and I you know, I, early on I made that mistake of thinking guys were bad. We used to joke that some guys only play well after they hear the national anthem, meaning you know they're ready. You know they 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 show up in games. So this stuff, practice is practice. It is what it is. Um, don't get hurt. Just let's hope nobody gets hurt. Packers have had enough injuries the last couple of years to last them for the next 30 years. Actually, you know, exactly. All right, Mark, great stuff. And uh, we'll talk in two weeks. All right. Can't wait for it. We'll All right. A lot more news by then too, I'm sure. All right. All right. That was Mark Eckel, uh, 34 years in the business. And look, when you got a guy that has been doing this for this long, telling you that, understand that it you know telling me as a 33 year old you know i mean about to get my foot in the door here in this business and i'm really working hard 
And that's always a good piece of advice to have because the fact is, yeah, that, that's exactly what training camp is. I mean, this is fun. This is open, you know, and the good news is, is that we're already two days in and no injuries. Thank goodness. I mean, we had cornerback Tony Brown. Uh, he hobbled a little bit, but then Rob Domowski reported that, you know, he's back on the field. So I mean, that's what we're looking at. I mean, if you look around the NFL, you saw the Giants right now, Sterling Shepard, fractured thumb. Corey Coleman uh, torn ACL out for the year. The Falcons lost Michael Bennett and J.J. Wilcox for the year. And it's already starting right now. There are injuries already happening across NFL training camps as we know it. And right now, the Packers are safe, which is good. But just remember, you know, it's been a couple of months. We'll see who's been training, who's not been training, who wants this. And this is just a good first impression to say welcome to the team are the draft picks to get pictures of and all that kind of stuff and just and also another thing is too be aware when you're on twitter go on good morning football go on the nfl training camp videos and all that and get that because the sound bites is why the reason i'm why i'm listening or watching it i saw it on uh, good morning football this morning you know aaron Rodgers put out a little dry humor and kyle brant kind of satirized anger upon what Aaron Rodgers said to him about good morning football and the segments that they come up with. It's just, it's stuff like that. This is fun. And this is good because the debates start to begin. And of course, if you got kids, let them bring their bikes out there and get that shot of a player riding your child's bike down the way. It happens for the next couple of weeks before every practice and get there early. That's what I got to say. Cause I went to, Four training camps in a row when I was a child. Get there early because it gets packed very quickly. And, of course, uh, that'll do it here also for Packy Day. Now, if you got any comments or concerns, I did want to bring up one more piece here. Um, there's a couple of people out there that say, you know, me and Mark Echo don't get along. Okay, let me break this down for you. Me and Mark are two very busy guys right now. And we're also always talking i talk to this guy once a week he's always giving me advice he's always talking packers with me and just making me a smarter person mark echo is one of the best guys i've known since i got down here since andy herman teamed me up with him so anybody out there saying that me and mark uh, don't get along or anything like that so sorry but that's untrue just wanted to say that also reminder we just celebrated our first year of pack a day uh, I just want to say thank you to our founder, of course, Andy Herman. Uh, been seeing him on Cheesehead TV with Aaron Negler uh, yesterday. That was awesome to see. And you could tell. I mean, he had this great idea, a lot of great talent in this. And I'm just thankful daily to be part of this Pack-A-Day podcast. All right, that's enough for now. And that'll do it for our day two of training camp breakdown. Uh, comments or concerns, Pack-A-Day podcast. You can find me at Rongholt Sports. That's R-O-N-G. H-O-L-T Sports and Mark Eckel at, at Mark Eckel 08. All right. As the three greatest words in the Green Bay Packers dictionary is go pack go. And we will see you next time on Pack a Day, your 24-7, 365 day a year Packers podcast. See you next time. <laughs>